This episode is brought to you by State Farm. From your morning podcast to your afternoon playlist, State Farm knows you personalize your entire day. And that's why State Farm helps you personalize your insurance with the State Farm Personal Price Plan. It offers coverage options that help protect what you care about most at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. This is the show that pits facts against flossing and brushing and all that crap the dentist tells you to do. Well, how much of it is crap? Senior producer Meryl Horn has been sinking her teeth into the research. Okay, so why did you want to look into dentists? Uh, because I, I want to take care of my teeth um, and my kids' teeth. Like, cavities are super common. Those are the little holes that you can get in your teeth. Yeah, right. And then I know a lot of people lose their teeth when they get older. Like, one in six people who are over 65 don't have any teeth at all. Oh, wow. One in six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, in the U.S. Um and then besides all that, like if there are things that we don't need to be doing, stuff that actually doesn't work, then I want to know that too so I don't waste my time. Yeah, if I don't need to floss or I don't need to feel guilty about not flossing, that would be great. Yeah. That would be great. Okay, where do we jump in? All right, so let's start with the basics, brushing and flossing, and find out whether doing that stuff actually prevents cavities. Look, if brushing doesn't work, that will be... Uh, I will be shocked. I will be shocked. I mean, we're not going to take anything for granted here, you know? Okay. So, yeah, let me introduce you to our first dentist. His name is Philip Hojul. As a kid, I had nightmares about losing my teeth. That I was sitting there and I could actually remove one tooth after another. I said, I don't want that to happen to me, so... So he became a dentist. Um, he's also an epidemiologist and professor at the University of Washington. And he told me about this pretty wild study that happened in the 1970s. Okay. So they got a few hundred kids who were around 12 years old and randomized half of them to be in this special, like, oral hygiene group to see if that brushing and flossing did any good, whether it actually prevented cavities. But this wasn't your standard, like, brush for two minutes and you're good to go. You know, for 15 minutes, these kids go into a room, they brush their teeth. So, imagine, after math class, you have to go to a special area, it's called a deplacking area, where there are toothbrushes, floss, mirrors, all set up. And then you get to work. Oh God, it's like my worst nightmare. And then to make sure these kids were actually doing a good job, the supervisor used a special red stain so the kids would like see any spots they missed the first time they brushed and flossed. Then the hygienist comes by, shows them, you know, which they missed, and then she removes it. I mean, Jeez. It's, an in it's an incredible amount of effort at trying to prevent cavities with oral hygiene. Way more than a kid will ever do at home, probably, right? I mean, you see a kid 15 minutes in a bathroom, I doubt it. No, yeah. You know, do you think they will use these staining tablets that the parents will come by, look with a, a pen light into the <laughs> mouth and say, hey, you missed the spot on a back molar there. 
the kids in the control group just got a toothbrush every two months um, and were kind of told to keep brushing at home, but they didn't get these extra like special toothbrushing parties on top of that. Okay, okay. And they did this for uh, over two years of their lives. Um, oh, so they're whoa. in the study from when they were like 12 to when they're like 14. <laughs> but was it worth it? But was it worth it? All this work. So that was the amazing part. Oral hygiene did not prevent dental cavities. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> did he he said did not prevent did not prevent cavities. No, the kids who got all that extra brushing and flossing did not have fewer cavities. And it's not just that one study. There are three studies that did similar stuff and Philip did a review of all of them and none of them found that brushing and flossing works to prevent what? cavities. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No. <laughs> Whoa. So wh- why doesn't it work? Because dentists have told us a very neat and tidy story about why brushing is supposed to help. You, you've heard yeah, it too, right? Yeah, of course. Like that- the brushing gets rid of the plaque. Um, that's where the bacteria live and the bacteria are what cause cavities. Um, so yeah, I was surprised too when I saw this. But, okay, there is something that you should know before you throw away your toothbrush altogether. The toothpaste was missing something big. Fluoride. It's always very important to stress. If these kids would have brushed with fluoride, you would have seen a reduction in cavities. Ah. It's the fluoride. It's highly effective. How solid is the evidence that brushing with a fluoridated toothpaste does work to prevent cavities? Extremely solid evidence, yes. Many, many randomized clinical trials, which were starting in the 60s, you know, and it keeps on going. So, yes, the evidence there is unequivocal. Um, It's the fluoride that does the job. Yeah, yeah, overall. So the the best science that we have on this uh, shows that it's the fluoride that prevents cavities. All right, so what's fluoride doing on your teeth that's so important? Uh, There's a few different things, but one of the big ones is that when there's fluoride in your mouth, it actually gets incorporated into like the crystal structure of your teeth and that makes them more resilient against cavities. It's sort of like a shield against uh, tooth decay. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm still. I'm. I'm still reeling from the fact that it's not the act of brushing that's doing this, but it's the shoving fluoride into your teeth that's preventing cavities. Yeah. I mean, so there is some evidence that the mechanical, like, act of brushing, like with or without fluoride, might be good for your gums and reduce the risk of gingivitis. So it might be good for your gums. Yeah. But when it comes to cavities. Brushing is just another way of getting fluoride onto your teeth. Like, a couple reviews have found that other ways of getting fluoride onto your teeth work just as well. Um, So, like, they'll compare whether using fluoridated toothpaste was better than using mouthwash with fluoride in it or fluoride varnish. That's the stuff the dentist puts on you. And they didn't see any difference. The mouthwash with the fluoride in it was just as good at preventing cavities as the toothpaste. So you have various options then to prevent cavities and they're equally effective if one goes by the randomized controlled trial evidence. And then some people are afraid of fluoride. Is it a thing we actually need to be worried about? 
Uh, well, so the science does suggest that there are like a couple things that we should um, keep an eye out for when using like fluoridated toothpaste. Um, so like there's this thing called fluorosis. It can kind of look like little white lines on your teeth. I actually have some. I looked at my teeth in the mirror and was like, oh, oh really? yeah, I have a little of this. So yeah, getting a little of that staining is pretty common if you grow up using fluoridated toothpaste. But most of the time, it's pretty mild, and it, it just affects the way your teeth look. Like, it, it's not, um, it doesn't cause any, like, health problems. Okay. And then the other thing is, if you're using fluoridated toothpaste with kids, um, which it does really work well for preventing cavities, um, but you need to be careful that they don't swallow too much of it. Um, like, if you've got a four-year-old, you should probably just use, like, a pea size amount on the brush. And if they're younger than that, just use even less. Oh, what happens if kids eat too much? fluoride? Well, there are cases where kids will eat too much toothpaste and then get stuff like nausea and vomiting. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, like, theoretically, if anyone downs a whole tube of toothpaste, it could be really bad. Um, but I'm still 100% going to give my kid fluoridated toothpaste. Um, like, I think the benefits outweigh the risks. Do you more science versus? Head over to our main feed. Because what you're hearing now is just a little bite-sized version of our show. So just search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.